to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 269 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Sam. Welcome along. If you're new here, this is a weekly podcast that we do, randomness, technology and life, mainly our lives. <laughs> Hamilton's number one lifestyle podcast. Yep, we'll take that until someone refutes it and tries to <laughs> thing, but they won't, will they? No, because so, I, I gave that thing at the uh, media um, thing the other day. What is that mean? what you actually said? Yeah. Oh, what do you mean you haven't listened to news? Hamilton's number one lifestyle with, podcast. With, with all the non-advert... <laughs> oh, gosh. Can't believe you did that. Uh, with all the non-advertising we're doing to target the Hamilton market. <laughs> but we're doing pretty good, so welcome along. If you are checking this out for the very first time, I highly recommend going to uh, just dig through the back catalogue, find something that looks interesting. There's a whole bunch of hidden gems in there somewhere. Yeah, the B story, rugby story, um, Sam's mate Trev. Was it Trev? It is Trev, yep. Yeah, um, there's a few stories in there worth, worth, worth checking out. All right, so what do we got this week? Let's have a look. Well, first of all, first of I all, think you should talk a little bit about last ve- weekend. A, because a, a very little bit. Yes, because I don't want to get into under, trouble. Non-disclosure agreement. So there are. We sort of mentioned it last week, I think, but basically for three days, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I was filming or was involved as talent in a TV ad. Um, it's yeah, and it was full on, and it was lots of fun, and they fed us very well, and there was a whole bunch of random people involved. Yeah, because it's a big lot of talent, big production. Um, and it's coming out middle of. March is what I can say, and uh, so so can I say that if you're in Hamilton, you'll see Sam's face a lot. Maybe, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's fine. Yeah, you will. So you'll probably see me a lot in Hamilton and various things. Uh, there was a photo shoot involved, which I don't know how well that what I'm going to look like in that. But uh, yeah, we'll obviously we'll share more of it, the actual ad and everything next month. When it um, all comes out. So, um, and we'll talk about it a bit more. Are, are you able to talk about some of the characters you met up with? Uh, no, better not. But I think I'll, it'd be better if I do it later and then you can watch their videos as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. So that's a teaser for what's it's going to come. a teaser of what's going to come. How You'd that's better f- written down some stories that you can share when you share them, though. Because in a month's them. time, you'll forget. No, them. no. I won't remember. I won't forget. Yeah, right. Um, I had a game of mini putt um, with Tanya this week and um, almost lost. <laughs> you did lose, <laughs> didn't you? Isn't that the story? Allegedly, I lost 58-65. Um, that was before I read the rules. So I, we actually were neck and neck on every hole. Except for... Except for one hole. And that oh, one that was hole the, was a little volcano mountain. You could thing. try and get it in the top. Yeah, and I kept going over it. And we didn't read the rules on the back of the card that says maximum six shots. So if we'd both done that, maximum six shots, we would have actually drawn. But... You have to admit, if you I lost on that yes. one. Yeah, I lost. lost. So, um, the main she, point she, is Chris lost. She got it in 10 and I got it in... More than 10. 17. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. Yeah, so i got to wash, wash Tanya's car and give her breakfast in bed. That's right, Chris. Looking forward to that. Um, I can tell. Hey, these guys, there's a conspiracy theory that's been happening around Huntley lately. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, hang on. I'm, I'm sure my phone's going to play. You're going to have to tell me this. Could, no, okay, because this is... 
So, I'm just... Okay, my phone isn't going to... Every now and then, stuff website just randomly plays some audio, and you don't know when or where it's going to do it. It's yeah, weird, yeah, eh? yeah, yeah. No, I've so the group of, group of people have been digging into the side of a country road near Huntley in search of pre-Polynesian giants, their skeletons. Oh yeah, I thought I think I saw something about this. Yeah, so I they, didn't read it though. So they reckon there's a big cover up about all of this. Um, only one member is a caver and the rest of them aren't trained as archaeologists since 2016 they've been sharing it on a random blog website which isn't linked in the story but i can just imagine how terrible it looks and they're worried about the number of people that have come across the blog uh one of the head otago university associate professors is worried that people are going to come across the blog and think it's real they said that there's basically some racial undertones under all of this but it's not grounded in fact and these people have gone by their just initials. And uh, where's, hang on, there's... Um, so they reckon there was an uh, indigenous tribe of giants? Is that what they're saying? Yeah, they reckon they were called the tall ones and they were here before everybody else. And they were killed out and then it was covered up. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, well, maybe they were ants in the trees that they're finding. Yes. So they found an eight foot tall... Oh, no, they found a leg bone which was really long. And they've said, here, my friends, is a human bone of a pre-Polynesian inhabitant. In the video, the guy says, you can tell by the triangular shape, it's most likely a tibia, which means they would have been eight foot four inches tall. Ra, ra, ra. Experts are like, yeah, it's just a molar bone. So, and apparently nobody gave a shit when they uh, announced this on their blog or whatever, they wherever they posted it. They've been digging there since, like I said, 2016 or whatever, and the, they said, ah, oh, it's all good. The farmer did not even know they were there digging this tunnel. Oh, my God. So he's a bit upset. And they do not have his permission, even though they reckon he did. Uh, yeah, anyway, it's all random. Oh, but I got you drunk that night at the pub at Huntley. Don't you remember? Maybe. <laughs> and they've got, yeah. So it's uh, Waikaretu Valley Road is where they're tunneling in. And for some reason, I can just imagine somebody we both know being involved in it. I don't know why. Here's a lot of fish at the moment. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Okay. All right. Mm, okay. Um, oh, speaking of just randomly just popped in my head. Um, yes. I've been watching Watchmen. Yes. Yes. I think I've watched the first five or six now. Um, it is freaking out there, man. Okay. I've seen the first Random two, stuff. So. It gets more random, I swear. It just gets more and more random. Great characters, but what? Okay. Um, the one I just watched was episode five, and it's all wade looking glass all right the whole things about him pretty interesting well talking about amazing things chris we should mention the amazing movie we saw this week skyscraper <laughs> featuring the rock <laughs> it just popped I, up on netflix let's just say first of all i like the rock i think he's cool his movies mm. <laughs> i mean skyscraper's got it all oh, it's got an amazing plot amazing special effects seems to have been sponsored by duct tape yeah um, no, it's definitely uh, a lot it's of... It's definitely a lot of don't try this at home. Specifically, climb outside of the building with duct tape wrapped inside out around your hand so you can stick to the building. And then he repels down part of the building using a, a rope curtain from rope. a cur- curtain rope. Um, and instead of just going down gently, like fully... <laughs> anyway, it's completely plausible. And... Um, <laughs> It is. It was entertaining, but yeah, we were both entertaining. But uh, I was yelling quite a bit. Yes. (laughs) Hey, um, 
I like this. This is a, a little thing that I've just looked up. Um, I don't know why this hasn't been done before, but it basically it's a smart cane for the blind. So this, this person was going blind and they... I saw like, a picture of it, but I didn't read it. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Um, they've incorporated a whole bunch of stuff, which when you think about it, you go, well, that makes sense. So they've made a um, Google voice thing yeah. so you can interact well, with it. Yeah, yeah. It's, they've put um, Google Maps in it, so it knows where it is, and it can tell you to take a left turn or a right turn and all that sort of stuff. That makes sense. Pretty, yeah, it's pretty good. Especially if you're in a um, place you haven't been before. Because yeah, exactly. you, you'd say, Google, take me to wherever, I guess. Yeah, yeah. He's called it the We Walk. Of course. Um, oh, okay. W-E, We Walk. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, built-in speakers, voice assistants, Google Maps, Bluetooth system makes syncing to your other devices possible. High-end sensors that alerts the user through vibrations. Yeah. When above chest level object obstacles are within proximity. Oh, that's pretty cool. So you know, so you it's tapping along the ground, but it goes. Oh, hang on. There's you, a tree branch. You're walking or... into a branch or a, a sign or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, yeah, it gives you a vibration and stuff. Um, so is this in market yet? Or is it a prototype? Yeah, no, I think it is. Um, so a quote was, in these days we're talking about flying cars, but these people have been just using a plain stick. <laughs> and when you think of it like that, you go, ah, uh, yeah. As a blind person, when I'm at the metro station, I don't know which is my exit. I don't know which bus is approaching, which stores are around me. That sort oh. of information can be provided with the WeWalk. Yeah, that's cool. Because there is some high tech with the blind sort of stuff. Because there was a guy at the uh, some event I was at, can't remember what it was, and he was the head of the New Zealand Blind Association, I think it was. And he had the little gizmo, and he said they were real expensive, and they're trying to get it down in price. And it was a braille type landscape orientated phone thing. <laughs> I can't. It's hard to explain, but he could tap out messages on it like really quick. I think he was reading email on it, so it would like bring the letters up so he knew what he was reading as well as he could type it was a real weird looking thing it's hard to oh wow but anyway there is a whole bunch of stuff out there but he said the biggest problem is of course a lot of it's so pricey that the average person can't drop yeah uh, all that money yeah you've got to hit that um volume mass, right yeah. yeah mass market appeal, um so it, it did say in here the device is not completely new but the fact that he was able to utilize the incorporate existing technologies with google and stuff uh, makes it a new idea yeah. So, yeah, I think it's good. So, no, it's a cool idea. I just thought I'd mention that. I'm glad it's not on Kickstart either. That yeah, might have been a yeah, bit weird. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, I've got something here. Um, really, you're going to have to watch the, the video to, to to see this. But you know how they have all these social media challenges? You've, you've got your mannequin challenge one. and the ice bucket oh, yeah, and all that yeah, sort yeah, of okay. stuff. Yeah, right. So some uh, in Columbus, uh, Ohio, I think it is um, – a 10-year-old got pretty badly hurt with one, and it was really a joke. And so they go, oh, we're videoing this. This is a um, a challenge. We've got to see who can jump the highest out of the bus three. Okay. And the three kids stand um, shoulder to shoulder, yeah. and then they jump. But what happens is the one in the middle is the patsy. Yeah. They jump. The other two don't. And as they're coming down, they each sweep the leg on their side. Oh, yeah. And they just land flat on the back, and this ten-year-old just freaking smacked her head on the concrete. Yeah, um, pretty much had to go to hospital. I think, like, yeah, it, that's dangerous. Like, yeah, you yeah totally. Kill, you can kill people. Doing oh that. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, the video is pretty 
graphic. Like, it's pretty whole. So the dark side is just doing dumb stuff could injure people? Or is there more to it? It's just like, how many of these um, stupid things are they... Because it's not really a challenge, but they're making it out to be a Uh, challenge. So all the kids are doing it. And the other kids, I presume, slightly older are freaking... I'm constantly reminded, and I mentioned this to someone on the weekend while I was hanging around at this ad thing. uh, I'm very, very glad that phones and recording media weren't around when we were kids. Oh, hell yeah. Like... It's just a whole different world. It is a totally different world. Remember when you could just play Bull Rush and you could just like knock people out, basically? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I had to ban that at one point at my primary school. But it was something like you'd go out for a break and it was just like, as soon as you were on the field, Bull Rush. And then you'd just be running and you'd just be like clotheslining people or something with your arms. and Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So What else have we got here? Oh, I thought this was interesting. It's just, well, New Zealand doesn't have borders. Um, So... Only because we're too small. There's contested border. Well, no, because we've got nobody we border against, right? Oh, sorry. So, yeah, yeah. So there's contested borders, right, in um, Pakistan, for example. Pakistan oh, and India yeah, okay. have that whole Kashmir Valley as yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a uh, contested border. Well, Google Maps maps the borders. Okay. But depending which country you're in, when you look it'll at Google Maps, it'll show you... Different version. The, Appropriate uh, borders. Isn't that where some of those hitchhikers get into trouble, where they wander off into the wrong bit? Yeah, well, because yeah, it's it's the article. I've I've got a link to it here, uh, Washington Post article. But it shows some examples of it, and it's not just that one border. It happens all over the world, where they go, oh well, if you're standing on this side, this is what we're going to show you. But if you're standing on the side, this is what we're going to show you. Type thing. Okay, is that just yeah? Okay. It's weird, It right? seems a bit weird. Like, you think they'd just be like, why couldn't you just split the difference and go, okay, here it is. Well, this is the border. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, how- Isn't there um, checkpoints and shit? I mean, I guess they got the checkpoints in there. I wonder if it would alert you and just say, oh, like, oh, hey, just a heads up, you're coming towards the border. I don't know. That's the thing with living in New Zealand. It's such a, it's such a unique experience to go, ooh, there's a border. I can walk across the border because, you know. We can't do that. We could potentially swim across the water, but that's a long freaking yeah, swim. Yeah, no one wants to be doing that. <laughs> Nobody wants to be doing that. Yeah. I want to talk about Vietnam's first cat show. They had their first cat show. Like uh, a normal cat show, like yes, a show the cats. Yes. Um, which is a big thing for Vietnam because it was only 2018 when they made it illegal to, uh, to eat cats. Oh, there's people still eating cats now. Yeah, they, cats are still available for food, but they are illegal. Uh, so, so we've gone down the path of the illegal uh, yeah, exotic yeah. cat meat. That's what I like. Prohibition on cat meat. What do you meat? reckon cat meat's like? I can't imagine it being that good. Oh, I'd be like chicken. Freaking everything's like chicken, isn't it? Uh, yeah, maybe rabbits like chicken. I've eaten that before. Mm. Uh, so how do we? How did the cat show go? Do we know? Oh, it went all right. But is people cats as pets a big thing or they're not? They're just starting to do it only in the last year or two. Because before that... Just running around wild, I guess, mainly? I don't know. Well, I'm honestly, just trying to think. Well, because I guess they were like chickens. You know how a family has a few chickens and the kids play with yeah, the chickens yeah. and then they eat, eat the, cat- the chickens. Eat the chickens. Okay. I mean, you know, at least chickens have got a redeeming feature in that they lay eggs. That's right. Cats and the chicken show in New Zealand is massive. So, you know, they could... <laughs> See a previous episode for more information. Um, oh, yeah. Holden uh, decided to... Get rid of their brand this year? I know. Oh. Uh, that's crazy, right? 
Well, so, they only have two markets for Holden. Yeah. So they said, oh, it's too expensive to keep that brand going. Yeah, apparently. But I don't get it because why is it too expensive to get the keep? I don't really know. So, so the last Australian made Holden was like a couple of years ago, and all the Holdens have been coming from Europe and Germany, I think, or Europe and so they're, they're else. like the Opals or whatever. Yeah, they are. and then they re yeah that's re-brand right. them because it's the same car with a different brand. And yeah, the, yeah. Which is so Holden. I don't know why they can't still do that. All they're doing is badging it, right? I assume so. So then they've said, no, we're going to get rid of about 800 jobs or something in total. Like, the, there's no factory as such. They have said to all the dealers in New Zealand, you're not going to be a dealership anymore. You can now be an authorised... General Motors? No, authorised agent for Holden, because they have to, for the next 10 years or so, they're going to still... Do all service the them, yeah. service repairs and do all that sort of stuff. Nothing changes. It's just there's no Holden as such. There's no new ones. Apparently. So, I don't know. It's weird. I, it's a little bit weird. So, I don't know if it's going to... Well, I've got Ford cap. Um, so, I That's really right. don't care. Ford forever. Um, Holden Ford forever. always did suck. So, there no, we go. No, no surprises there. So, I don't know. I think... Uh, <laughs> do eventually- you think anybody's going to be upset when they... <laughs> what? <laughs> that's going to upset anyone. No, no, said. they're probably just, no. It's probably some <laughs> other thing you've done that's upset people more than that. <laughs> I don't know. Some people get really upset about this thing, this whole car thing. Oh, yeah, people definitely very, very uh, on the fence. It's weird, though, because when the V8s were here in Hamilton and I went along for free uh, with a free ticket, they had the books, and you looked at the Ford and Holden, and I think every single thing was exactly the same except for the engine management system and the tires. But apart from that, exactly the same when they race them. So Yeah. But uh yeah, so I, so will they will when they change the brand, does Opal sound good over here or whatever they're using overseas? I don't, I don't know. I don't think they care. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. And will people will people buy them? If you're a Holden guy, and they bring the Opal, which is the same body. Okay, so it's the next year, so it's a bit yeah, changed. Yeah, whatever. But I don't you, know. Are you going to buy that, or are you going to go? Oh well, at least Ford's good. No, you'd never buy a Ford. No, you right? wouldn't buy a Ford. But I wonder how long people are going to try and hold on to these Holdens, and in thirty years, forty years, they're still driving around in this. Well, you know, I think they're. Um, so I didn't tell you the other week. Uh, a couple of friends of mine popped by. Um, you were away, or yeah. at work or whatever, um, and. Um, Ken and uh, Keith, and I haven't seen them for probably 20 years. All right. And they popped by. Um, he just um, bought a new Mustang or an old Mustang. So he brought, came up in this brand new muscle car, very expensive looking Mustang, yeah. which I sat in and revved in. With, oh, so thorough. one of the new Mustangs yeah, with, the real, poor, brought, brought with yeah. the real poor safety rating. Yeah. That's the one. Oh, I don't know. They they look, like it looks good. No, yeah, they look good. They got like two out of five and they'll crumple and kill you straight away. But anyway, carry on. Oh, that's right. Because, yeah. And um, I don't want to walk away from this wreck. What was that? <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, and he bought a, a old one, a, a really beautiful condition. Yeah. I want to say late 60s, early 70s, maybe. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, it was a three-speed auto. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and it, it was... Wrong side drive. What do you call it? Left side Lift drive. drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So they were going to drive those back down to Wellington. Wow. So uh, it stops here and had a bit of a chat, and then um, so I sat in them and went mm, nice. Anyway, uh, so maybe Holden guys will go after something different. Maybe they'll go. Yeah. Holden sounds like Honda. 
<laughs> in the background, you may hear a phone ringing. That's the phone upstairs. That means a telemarketer is trying to ring us. Nine times out of ten, when you answer it, nobody's on the other end. Or if you answer it and wait three seconds, it'll click and somebody will answer it. Yeah. Screw you guys. If you can ring me and not listen to the rings, why am I going to answer? That's right. Makes me angry. Um, Okay, so what was that other thing? Oh, yeah, so this screenshot was on this. Don't know, but there's a new, um, the Pulsar Drive, eh? Oh, hang on, no, I was just, this thing on Holden. Um, There's a sharp fall from grace for the Australian brand who's been manufactured for 160 years. Just 21 years ago, the brand had 28.2% market share in Australia and produced the country's most popular car. It was equally popular in New Zealand. Um, The 2,863 cars as sold in September 2019 was the lowest number of vehicles sold in a month for over 50 years. Crazy. So that's why. But it's the, it's the it's the like how many young people now don't even have a car? Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's the thing. thing. And, it's and a population I mean, thing, dude. If if I okay, if I wasn't going up to um, Spookers every weekend, yeah, right, I wouldn't have a car. Yeah, and particularly now that Loops here, mm. I would just be using that if I wanted to go out of town. Yeah, for the day. That's right. I'd just jump in a loop rental car um yeah so levitating train was that what we were talking about no i was going to say the pulsar drive oh pulsar drive it's just a new uh nuclear fusion plasma space bloody thing made in the uk they made a new type of engine wasn't it yeah 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 so they've they've made a a test theoretical engine yeah so not right. like a full-size one or anything prototype um and they reckon it can propel spacecraft at a hundred thousand miles per hour Cool. Um, <laughs> Imagine that. Cause, <laughs> could, well, because the other one I want to say is 30, 30 40,000 oh, 40, miles per hour is the maximum exhaust speed of a conventional rocket. Yeah. Um, but they hope to take it up to 500,000 miles per hour, like five times quicker. Oh, my God. So yeah. that's pretty good. Um, uh, also, randomly, I saw something. I think someone was mentioning this, and they were talking about um, there was an infographic and it showed how much power you could get from, I'll have to find it so we can share it. And it was, um, it was like a cartoon and they had to draw off the page because it was so much power. So this new nuclear reactor, so it had coal and this all the different ones. This is the nuclear ones. reactor you kept going on about last time. Yeah, vaguely. <laughs> and, and they had this nuclear reactor and it was like producing... 2,000 times more power than the closest rival. And someone in the comments said, this new nuclear reactor uses the waste from the old reactors that we have now. And that's what powers it. So they reuse that waste or something. Anyway, way to go. That's pretty cool. I mean, this, you know, um, we'll, we had this big conversation at the TEDx organizer meeting. We're just uh, chilling. It was a Hello to everyone that's listening from there. Quentin, yes. love you. Love your work. Hey, Jeanette. Uh, thanks for... Um, listening to the the, the podcast you I, made knew, it. I knew you said you'd check it out yeah and if you didn't i've sh- called you out and i will know next time we meet on the weekend and he's not going to tell you what episode it is either <laughs> one of the last 20 yeah uh anyway so um so what were you talking about what was I talking about? Something at TEDx talk yeah so oh yeah so we were talking about the you know moving from um Fossil fuels to electric or whatever. And it's like one of the guys is a petrochemical engineer. It's pretty obvious. And he goes, you know, 
Yes, but pretty much everything in your car is made from oil. You know, all the plastics, all the, you know, yeah, yeah. everything, you know, like pretty much everything has oil in it. So you're never going to get rid of that. And that's true. But you've got to start it's somewhere. Gonna, it's, it's, I said it's the opposite of um, exponential. It's fractionalization, right? You'll cut down your usage by half and then half again. And then half again. Yeah, yeah that's right. It'll again. just keep going. Just, um, uh, you know, over time where other things will start replacing it. So, yeah, so this nuclear um, energy thing is just another reason why if, if that become mainstream, yeah, then we would need less uh, oil to, yeah, yeah. to drive the, the you know, in, in, in energy needs. So Exactly. Yeah. I uh, don't really have anything to say about this, but I just wanted to show you the photo because it looks so cool. Oh, is that the whole train? That's the front of the train. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's what I mean. Yeah, wow, that's so, real weird looking. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, hang on. So, Japan's got it, it a new- 311 miles per hour. Yeah, they got a new levitating train. Yeah, between its um, major cities. So, um, from Tokyo to Osaka is a two and a half hour journey- Norm- when what? But soon. Hang on. Is that normally in whatever train they've got now? Yeah, we I think so. Okay. I think so. It doesn't actually specify. Okay. But soon, and there goes in 17 years. So this is how long this thing's going to take to be made. Oh, yeah. Right. Good, good, good. It might take just 67 minutes. Oh, okay. It's not as fast as I was hoping. No, I thought you were going to say 15 minutes. It's yeah. That would, yeah. Okay, but, yeah. that's cool. But They're that's like pushing cool. the technology. Their train system's apparently very efficient. So that's good. Yeah, um, fifty billion um, to to make it. Oh, it's just pocket change. But I mean, that's the thing, right? So I hate to get back on that soap stand again. Are we going to talk about the, ama- uh, Karen the amazing trains in New Zealand? <laughs> well, yeah, they've because they've come out with all the funding. What they're going to spend more money on in the latest round of whatever budgets? They're not extending the expressway to Pairere, which is a pain in the ass, and they're putting a whole bunch of money into Koei and something else train, but there was no mention of the much of the Hamilton link. So we're going to have some third world. We've already got a third world um, traffic infrastructure. Oh, I was thinking train, train. The tra- traffic's slowly getting better, but the train they should. Well, the train. If the train was running since for the last twenty years or something. Yeah, they would have been really good for. But again, it's like, well, we've got to see if people will take it up. Nobody's going to take it up until you got the thing running properly. That's the thing. I think they need to take that risk yeah, and do you, it. You have to just do it. You can't half build the infrastructure. It's like saying I'll half build a bridge, and then if people go to the end of the bridge, then we'll go. Oh we'll yeah, okay. That. There's a lot of people there. We better finish it. No, nobody's going to go to the end of the bridge. You're an idiot. Anyway, <clears throat> there we go. What's Rocketworks and what are they doing? Rocketworks. Yes. <laughs> okay, Rocketworks is an amazing company. I'm sure we did something amazing. There's no mention no link idea. or anything. I didn't put any link or anything. Okay, we'll just leave that. We'll leave that. Do you hear about the ghost ship that grounded an island? No. Where did so, it come so from? So this guy's going for a jog and he goes down and he actually is a volunteer for the what do they call it? They said a lifeboat volunteer. Oh, yeah, yeah, So, yeah. So yeah. I guess that's like a Coast Guard yeah, volunteer, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Those are those and crazy so, guys that jump on that boat. So they launch it down the cliff sometimes, don't they? Yeah, something mm. like that. So he's in, I think it was County Cork. I might get that wrong. Um, and he's going for his morning jog. Doesn't go there all the time, but this day he did. And there's this big ship. How big? A full ship. 
okay. ship. It doesn't say. And so, oh my god, that could be anything. Yeah, yeah it's a decent size. A decent size ship. It's a, there. a seagoing ship, right? Yeah. And it's up against the rocks, and he's like, "Holy crap!" Well, I didn't hear anything about it on the radio because you know I thought I'd be called out. So he he immediately thought, "Oh." They must have taken everybody off with helicopters because, because there was obviously nobody on it now. Yeah. Um, cause he, oh, so he parked the car and he smelled petrol and he thought, or you know, oil fumes, he thought it was in the car park, like a spill in the car oh. park. And then he goes down the beach and it's getting stronger and there's this fucking big ship here. Yeah. So he, uh, he, he, he goes, oh, well, does his run, comes back, gets the car, gets his phone, rings the, the, the thing, says, you've probably already had this thing, but there's a ship here? And the guy goes, nope, don't know anything about it. So anyway, um, I've got it written down here as the MV Alter, but I'm not sure how to spell that because I only heard it. Yeah, you know, yeah, Alter. yeah. Um, it was abandoned east of Bermuda yeah. on the twenty uh, in October of 2018. Oh, wow. So uh, it had some problems. It, um, yeah, I think they could do a film about this ghost ship, honestly. So it had some problems. Then the engines all failed. The crew failed to get it to work. They ran out of food and water yeah. over a course of a week or so. Okay. Then the Coast Guard, American Coast Guard, did something. Um, it was quite a complicated uh, rescue and got them out off there. Yes. Um, and the ship was left floating. It was then um, next scene, uh, six months later or something, it was boarded by pirates. Oh, I'm glad the pirates got there. I was wondering if they'd make an appearance. Nigerian pirates yeah, I mean, or whatever. Course, yeah. um, Trying so to find their prints. Yeah. Obviously couldn't figure out how to get the motor going. Um, so they left it. And then it was spotted in the Atlantic somewhere by, I think it was a, a US vessel um, who pulled up to it to see if there was anybody on board and what was going yeah. on and just left it. And then it hadn't been seen for, I think, four or five months, and then it turns up on the shore of uh, Ireland. That's crazy, eh? It's just, that's just nuts. I guess that's the thing, though. If you see it, you check every, if there's no one on it or anything, and then you're like, okay, and yeah, note it what down. what are you going to do with it? I suppose you wouldn't want to tow it, right? Because you'd get salvage rights for it, no doubt, but I suppose uh-huh. it's just not worth it. Who knows, but interesting. But it's, uh, yeah, it just shows how big the oceans are out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure uh, there's a lot more story about that if you want to look it up online. I didn't get a lot of it. And did you hear the Boy Scouts of America has filed for bankruptcy? No. Because I would have thought they were a fairly big, strong organisation, right? Yeah, on the face of it, I guess they would be, I thought, but I don't know. So they've been faced with so many um, court allegations. What do you call it? Um, People taken to court. Yeah, for uh, sexual abuse or sexual mm. misconduct yeah, yeah. and all the rest of Which it. Which is not good. They just they've cashed out. They're gone. Right, we're bankrupt. We got no money. We can't. We can't afford all this. So does that mean they just lawsuits. don't exist anymore? Or what's the deal? I don't know. It's weird, eh? I don't know. I yeah. So um, so there might be something worse than the Catholic Church out there. But why, why is the Catholic Church not bankrupt? God damn it. They've got, they got of money. all the money, they all, all the, the money. money, everybody's money. They just go around and rip it off. Yeah. That's right. So there so we go. that's pretty much all I had for today. That brings us to um, the end of the podcast. Rocketworks, <laughs> Rocket we might find out. what that was. We might find out what that is next week. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, if you did enjoy listening to this and you go, geez, these guys are good. I want to hear loads more of this. What you can do is go to our um 
our website, thechristensandpodcast.com. And in there, you'll find a button uh, to sponsor us, become a patron. So, you, or you can go to, what is it? Patreon.com forward slash the Chris and Sam podcast. Go have a look there. We've got uh, amazing people helping support us every month. We thank you a yes, lot. Because uh, that helps pay for some of the um, hosting. Hosting. That's the word. God. Really am going. So, uh, yep, love love you to uh, help us out with in that way. Um, and we we I went to um, Field Day's media event this week, so we're all gearing up to go to Field Day's again and bring you all of the excitement of Field Day's um, on the Christmas Hand Podcast. That's right. Looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's us for this week. That's us for this Until week. Until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.